This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by HelloFresh and by Stamps.com. At this point, it's safe to say that this global pandemic that's been going on now for two years and counting has made everyone a little bit crazy. Some more than others, but definitely it's across the entire population spectrum, from people who've taken the pandemic very seriously to those who don't even believe that the pandemic is real. I'm just crazy for crazy's sake. Yeah. Everyone just wants things to go back to normal again, now, and they want it so damn badly that they're willing to, uh, willing to do some things that they otherwise wouldn't do. On the one extreme, you've got people who've basically become agoraphobic hyp- hypochondriacs that get irrationally upset at seeing someone just maybe pull their mask down to take a sip of water for a second. Uh, but on the other extreme, which I would say is the worst extreme, you've got people willing to literally break the law if it means not having to take a vaccine that's been proven to be safe and effective. And that second group of people is a tremendous market of opportunity for the uh, unscrupulous entrepreneurs out there willing to go above and beyond. They created a black market. That's right. And business was booming. Not so much now, I don't think, uh, with everything being lifted. But, you know, if you're a real hustler for a, for a couple months there, it was the best time of your there life. There was money to be made. Yeah. Now, as you recall, as soon as vaccines became available, there was immediately a black market for counterfeit vaccine cards, which ranged from believable-looking fakes to anti-vax pharmacists putting their professional careers on the line in order to commit medical forgery. Um... It was wild out there. Um, but uh, one very enterprising man over in Germany, he's outdone all of his peers in the Vax Pass counterfeiting business by simply assuming the identities of his anti-Vax clients and going and getting actually injected in their place. Shoot me up, Doc. <laughs> Diseases hate him. <laughs> uh, his customers may be terrified to get the vaccine or have a bunch of bad reasons, uh, but he sure as hell isn't. No qualms. Yeah, and in fact, he's so unbothered by the idea of getting vaxxed that uh, he's allegedly gone and gotten an injection in his arm around 90 separate times. It's a lot. This man didn't just collect them all. He doc, collected combos. Sorry, Doc, you might have some trouble uh, finding some flesh that isn't completely scarred over, but uh, <laughs> trust me, I'm good to go. Well, Back see, I got, the, uh, I got the two Pfizer at the beginning, and then I got the Moderna booster, and the doctor's like... All right, good. That's we like when you mix it. And then I got Johnson and Johnson, two more Pfizer, um, a six pack of Moderna. Yeah. Uh, I got that the the one that doesn't seem to be working very well from China. Um, then I took uh, the Vax or Covaxlid or whatever the pill. Look, what I'm saying is it's probably just the flu at this point. Yeah. Trust <laughs> me, it's probably not COVID. I got a runny nose, but uh, I don't. I, you know, it could be anything. Anyway, here's the L.A. Times. A 60-year-old man allegedly had himself vaccinated against COVID-19 dozens of times in Germany in order to sell forged vaccination cards with real vaccine batch numbers to people not wanting to get inoculated themselves. The man from the city of Magdeburg, whose name was not released in line with German privacy rules, is said to have received up to 90 shots against COVID-19 at vaccination centers in the eastern state of Saxony for months until police caught him this month, the German news agency DPA reported Sunday. The man was not detained, but is under investigation for unauthorized issuance of vaccination cards and document forgery, DPA reported. He was detained at a vaccination center in Eilenburg in Saxony when he showed up for a COVID-19 shot for the second day in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Police confiscated several blank vaccination cards from him and initiated criminal proceedings. It was not immediately clear what impact the approximately 90 doses of COVID-19 vaccines, which were from different brands, had on the man's health. This is like when, uh, you know, you see it in action movies 
But it's like when they, uh, it's The Rock, where they go bust John Connery out of prison, and they're like, well, look, okay, here's the thing. Uh, you have expert knowledge of uh, some very unique scenarios, so we're going to wipe your record clean as yeah. long as you help us. And yeah. this, like, scientists are going to be like, don't arrest this guy. We need him in the lab right now. Yeah, send him over to us. We'll make sure he, no, he doesn't do anything the, bad. The only thing that would make this more ridiculous and possibly even funnier is if somewhere amidst the 90 vaccines that he took, he also ate horse dewormer, and then everyone was like, well, clearly. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, he took a lot, but that was in there, so it might be doing something. Yeah, we don't, I mean, he could have done that. Also, this guy at 60 years old, I think he, he might be old enough to have pulled this off for, like, the polio vaccine. Yeah, I mean, how, how many polio scars does he have in his arm? Yeah, that would be more obvious. Yeah. He looks like a fucking crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm surprised that the cops were able to detain him at all, considering his superpowers that he clearly has now. Yeah, but, uh, it's actually, glowing. Um, it, is a, it is a very good question, though. Uh, what does 90 COVID vaccine shots do to a person? Because I know after my third, I was like, it really wrecks you for a day. The third one fucked me up. Yeah. Um, but how would this affect a 60-year-old man doing 90 back-to-back-to-back? To back to back? Uh, obviously, what this guy did was illegal and wrong. I, those vaccine shots could have and should have gone to the correct people. But instead of sending him to jail, he should clearly be sent off to be studied. He belongs in a museum. Yeah, yes. Ripley's Museum, but a yeah. museum nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of medical experiment that doctors could never actually attempt due to the severe ethical problems with it. But if someone has voluntarily gone and done it themselves, well, I mean, who are we to say? Yeah. It would be a wasted opportunity not to test everything about how this man was affected by 90 COVID vaccinations in one year. Yeah. They need to study this man. I want to watch the chubby emu video. A man presenting to the uh, local county jail with 90 COVID vaccines. This is what happened to his body. Well, it would be like someone who's doing, like, it's my 21st birthday, I'm going to go get a shot, and then, like, sitting next to Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah. It's like, Lemmy could do uh, 15, 20 shots in a night and just be just completely fine. Well, un until he couldn't. Well, he died as a result of his uh, alcoholism. and. But he lived a lot things. longer than anyone said he could. They're like, yeah, exactly. sir, you have just the worst diabetes imaginable. You should not be consuming any alcohol, especially not your drink of choice, uh, Jack and Coke. Yeah. You will die. I do believe that he switched to something that didn't... No, he, he switched, switched to, like, to orange juice. Yeah, and it's like, that has just as it's much like, sugar in yeah, it. Yeah, it's juice. Just because it's <laughs> juice doesn't mean it's not full of fucking nah. sugar. Anyway, he... Uh, I'm, yeah. What I'm saying is he built up a tolerance. Well, that's certainly true. <laughs> uh, also, as with so many things that happen, uh, this is literally a 4chan meme come to life. Uh, an IRL example of what 4chan is called vax maxing. Which was coined last April in the following post, which I will now read. Mm. I was able to intercept an entire pallet of Pfizer's first vaccine shipment. 4,000 doses at two shots per dose. I've got it stored in a chest freezer in my garage. I've been injecting myself every day, sometimes multiple times a day if I can stand it. The symptoms were terrible for the first few weeks. There were times I was completely paralyzed with pain, contorted like the Edvard Munch painting, and frozen in agony for hours. I became stronger, and some of the worst symptoms subsided over time. I've been vax maxing for almost four months now, and I feel as though I'm becoming something greater than human now. I will continue to administer the injections into the same arm as long as possible. I'm increasing the dosages as much as I can stand and will maintain my journal. Um, anyways, uh, in addition to that post almost certainly being fiction, because this is YouTube, we should, we should make it absolutely clear that you should not be getting any more than the recommended amount 
and frequency of COVID-19 vaccine doses. Do you hear that, Susan? We're just reporting on things that happen. We're not endorsing them in most cases, just reporting on them. Our official stance on getting dozens of COVID vaccine injections is that we are against it. Can't support it. Yeah. uh, Let's move on now to another example of how this pandemic has driven humankind to the brink of its sanity. We've seen more examples of insane in-flight antics by airline passengers in the last year or so than probably the entire decade before. But this latest example probably takes the cake in terms of things you absolutely should not do on an airplane. (laughs) But someone did it anyway, and it's another thing that should be studied. Uh, This is impressive. Disgusting, immoral, illegal, but impressive. Yeah. It's not good. No. We're not endorsing absolutely anything not. we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Here's the Daily Beast. A man on a Southwest Airlines flight from Seattle to Phoenix is facing federal charges for pulling down his pants and masturbating at least four times in front of a female passenger, beginning shortly after takeoff, according to a criminal complaint first obtained by the Daily Beast. Antonio Sherrod McGarity was arrested by officers from the Phoenix Police Department when Southwest Flight 3814 landed at Sky Harbor International Airport on Saturday, the complaint states. However, McGarity told cops that he didn't do anything wrong and, in fact, thought it was kind of kinky, it says. (laughs) All right, I I want to correct myself. At first, I thought he was masturbating in the bathroom, not in front of people. uh, No, he was committing uh, a crime. Yeah. A very obvious crime. Um, You just, you don't jack it in front of other people. Horrific that he wasn't able to be stopped uh, or subdued yeah, it's weird. It's like After the first time. Yeah, this seems like something that should have uh, immediately raised alarm bells throughout the plane, but... You know, we for so there. long, I believe the rumor that air marshals traveled frequently, but uh, I've only seen, I can think of one case since the beginning of this pandemic where one has actually been on a plane and was able to stop yeah. something that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Unless the mm-hmm. air marshal is also kinky. Could be. Mm-hmm. That would be the ultimate twist. <laughs> Who marshals the air marshals? <laughs> Uh, But yeah, actually, instead of just reading the article, we should probably just read directly from the FBI's criminal complaint, because this is insane. Uh, It's also very not safe for work, and we'll probably get this video demonetized. Sorry, Susan. But uh, whatever. Fuck it. Here you go. After Southwest Airlines Flight 3814 landed in Phoenix, Arizona, the female witness sitting next to McGarity was interviewed by Phoenix police officers. She advised McGarity exposed his penis by pulling down his pants and shorts and proceeded to masturbate during the first hour of the flight, starting shortly after takeoff. McGarity masturbated with his exposed penis in the view of the female passenger on four separate occasions, (laughs) using both his left and right hands. Ambidextrous. Wow. Wow. Uh, she suspected that McGarity ejaculated because he licked a white substance from his fingers. Um, up to you, because you're editing it, but if you want to bleep anything I just said and, and still have it on the screen, I am completely fine with it. Um, I don't know how you tell the story without for, telling the truth. We got wrongly in trouble for even talking about Madison Cawthorn accusing someone of doing drugs. And I was like, what? But... So this is definitely going to get dinged. Yeah, I've, I've given up uh, trying to appease the gods, well, the YouTube ad gods. Tread lightly. What can you fucking do? <laughs> Thank you uh, to our sponsors yes. and our members. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it sounds like this guy ate his own cum. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to apologize. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he jerked off for hours at a time in full view of other passengers. Four separate occasions, multiple hands. How did this... I just don't understand how this was allowed to continue on for this long. Yes. Impressive in a bad way. Also, like, coming four times in that short amount of time is uh, exhausting, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. 
painful. By yeah, then. you would think that it would, it would not be How does uh, he have enjoyable. anything left? Yeah. Just a stub. Built different. Yeah. So yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. But uh, anyway, yeah, he, the plane lands. He immediately gets arrested. The cops confront him, and he readily admits what he did. Uh, but also, he seems to have thought that it was all perfectly fine, because he asked the woman if she minded first, so... Ma'am, do you mind if I beat on my shillelagh? Yeah. And uh, it's so funny. Any, anytime I bring up Louis C.K., people are like, well, he asked for permission. What are you so mad about? I'm like, okay. If you think that's how the world works, sure. Uh, but anyway, here's the complaint again. McGarrity advised he asked the female witness if she minded if he masturbates. According to McGarrity, the female witness put her hands in the air and said, it really doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> McGarrity said he thought it was kind of kinky. McGarrity did not think the female witness was uncomfortable with him masturbating. So, wow. This poor woman. This, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean... He's like, is it okay? It, do you think it's okay if I masturbate? It doesn't really matter what I think. You, uh, You're clearly no. unwell. Oh, so you, you, don't, you don't care? All right, great. Here we go. Should I go left or right this time? I'm actually trying to not uh, upset you even more. Uh, it's turning you violent instead of just horny. Yeah. It's probably the case. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, what is she, what's she supposed to do? Fight this man in the air? Yeah. Look... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, needless to say, this guy's probably not going to be flying again anytime soon or ever. And good. You would assume not ever. Yeah. Uh, and as for the criminal charges that he's facing, um, for, for starters, masturbating in public in front of other people is pretty bad already. But doing it on a commercial flight makes the consequences a whole lot worse. That raises it to a, a federal crime. So I hope this jerk off enjoyed himself because uh, probably not going to have another opportunity again. You know who it probably was? That Coney guy. The guy that jacked off in San Diego? Because guess what? 10 it's year anniversary. 10 years since Coney 2012. Yeah. And how do you top jerking it in San Diego? Jerking it on a southwest jerking it, jerking it at 35,000 feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that guy, but that's a, that's a theory. Yeah. 10 years. Can you believe? Wow. Yeah. Is, uh, we did it. <laughs> We've come so far as a society, right? That was such a weird thing that happened. <laughs> that was the moment the world broke. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on to uh, behavior that's not exactly illegal, but is definitely very off-putting to most people's sensibilities. In the past, we've covered examples of funerals that take the unorthodox step of posing the deceased's body in lifelike ways instead of just placing it in a coffin. Now, it's particularly popular in Puerto Rico, and uh, there's been a few other examples out of New Orleans. And while it's pretty morbid to see a dead body posed like a statue, if that's what the dead person and their family wanted, uh, that's fine, I guess. Still, though, to most people, this kind of thing is extremely bizarre and off-putting. And this latest example of it goes beyond anything that we've seen before. Yeah, so a few weeks back, D.C. area rapper Gunu was murdered at just 24 years old in what is believed to be an armed robbery. And it's tragic when a young artist is killed, but Gunu's family and friends still wanted to celebrate his life in a positive way that honored his legacy. So instead of a typical funeral, they held uh, just a big hip-hop show at a nightclub. Still not that strange, but where it gets very weird is that Gunu's body was just sort of propped up on the side of the stage uh, the whole night, while what otherwise looked like a normal rap music event took place. You're in the club, people are dancing, drinking, music's playing, dead body on stage, posed to look like it's still alive. One of these things is not like the other. And yeah, that's a dead body right there that you're seeing on screen. Why are you doing this? Uh, here's TMZ. Rapper Gunu was quite literally front and center at his own funeral, with his body propped up on display in a club. The 24-year-old's funeral, named The Final Show, was held at Bliss Nightclub in Washington, D.C. Sunday. 
And uh, footage from inside the building appears to show the rapper's embalmed corpse overlooking the crowd, fully dressed up and wearing a crown. The audience reaction is pretty mixed. Some are dancing along to the music, while others are stone-faced, staring at the dead body in front of them. Bliss Nightclub said they weren't made aware of the tribute ahead of time, according to 2Fab, and apologized to anyone offended. The club is still investigating if the body was real or not, or if any legal ramifications are possible. I mean, yeah, if I, if, if I get gunned down on the street, just pose me up with the fan art. Just, just have me back here. Yeah. Sunglasses on so you can't see my dead eyes. And then uh, hook you up to a series of small ropes so I can take you in and cash paychecks for you. Yeah. Hello. My me. social security. <laughs> so yeah, if the nightclub wasn't aware that there would be a dead body on display, that that is pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, Gunu's family stands by how they did his funeral, so I don't know. Who are we to judge? Pretty weird, though. Yeah. But uh, moving on now to some lighter news, some April Fool's news. Um, it would have been the greatest April Fool's prank in history if Gunu had actually faked his death and revealed this after standing perfectly still on stage at his own funeral for several hours. That would have been epic. But alas, Gunu is actually dead. And meanwhile, most of the prominent April Fool's Day pranks from the past few years have all just been garbage, or at least just not very clever. People are just phoning that shit in now. Uh, but one exception from this year happened over in Dallas, Texas, when the entire city looked up at the sky and saw the biggest QR code in the world shining down on them. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I bet that's for crypto.com. Well, it wasn't. But light shows using swarms of drones have been becoming more and more common in recent years, especially at big public events. And the results are actually really cool. By sending hundreds of tiny light-emitting drones into the sky and coordinating their movements, companies are able to create giant 3D animations that are almost difficult for the human brain to process. Nothing will ever top the explosive energy of a fireworks show, but drone shows come pretty damn close. And the company Sky Elements Drone Shows decided that April Fool's Day would be the perfect opportunity to show off their product and also troll an entire city. They sent a swarm of 300 drones up into the night sky, forming a QR code hundreds of feet wide. And when unsuspecting bystanders below pulled out their phones to see what this drone swarm was advertising, It pointed to a URL that a lot of people can, at this point, recognize from memory, despite it just being a youtube.com slash watch link with a bunch of random letters and numbers. Why is that link purple instead of blue? Yeah, so Mm -hmm. yes, you guessed it. Sky Elements drone shows used 300 drones to rickroll an entire city, proving yet again that somehow the meme of tricking people into watching the music video for Rick Astley's 1987 hit song, Never Gonna Give You Up, uh, will never be given up on. We're well into a decade, decade plus, yeah, and people are still rickrolling. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. Yeah, there's some some jerk on the inside should have made it the link of two girls one cup. That would have been way more clever, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is a family friendly business. We're having a little fun here. We're advertising our drone show company, not trying to get charged with a. Uh, a groundbreaking crime <laughs> that uh, has to be like yeah. written up by the courts. Yeah, straight to the Supreme Court. Your Honor, how was it a crime? It was simply, it was simply a, a, a light show, an assemblage of lights in the sky. How is this uh, indecent? <laughs> we we did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, well, let's see if they get hit with a DMCA. That'll that'll be a clear case there. Yeah. Um, so we do have headlines coming up for you really quick, but first. 
Let's take a second to thank this week's sponsors. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Get farm-fresh seasonal produce and easy-to-make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they always arrive fresh, all without a trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. Pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks when you need to, change your delivery date, or update your preferences all in the HelloFresh app. Uh, we especially like HelloFresh because it's a great way to uh, dabble, to dip your toes into vegetarian cooking and mm -hmm. learn about all the ways to make veggies more delicious than you ever thought they could be. I'm constantly surprised. Here's a hint. Spices. <laughs> White people, listen up. Yeah. <laughs> We've been missing out on this amazing thing for too long. Yeah. Uh, and on next week's menu, they've got tasty vegetarian options like roasted pepper cavatappi milano with fresh mozzarella, crispy panko, and chives, and the sheet pan balsamic tomato flatbreads with red pepper spread and arugula. I love those. Mm. Great go-to. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird16 and use code WeeklyWeird16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that is up to 16 free meals and three free gifts by going to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird16 and using code WeeklyWeird16. This episode is also sponsored by Stamps.com. Time is money, friend. That's right. Don't waste either with repeated trips down to the post office. With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process, so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services that you need right from your computer. And you get discounts that you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and up to 76% off UPS. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code WEIRD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code WEIRD. All right, now let's get into the weirdest, wildest headlines from around the world this Let's week. get a little political. Oh, no. The, okay, here we go. Headlines. Start yeah. things off. Why don't you start it off, Elliot? Trump tells gays for Trump supporter they don't look gay at fundraiser. Oh. <laughs> where's my uh, Where's my gays for Trump? Eh? You, you're the gays for gay. Hey, you, why don't you gay it up a bit? You don't look gay. Yeah. Where's your... Uh, Where's your rainbow flag and your dress? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you dressed like a woman? I thought you'd look more extravagant, to be honest. Gay Republicans, uh, just it's just such a, a cucked uh, existence. Mm -hmm. They, especially right now, uh, right now that the gay panic from like the fucking '90s is back, and uh, being existing as a gay person around uh, other human beings is grooming now. I guess. Uh, yeah, they're really pushing that fucking narrative in yeah, like Florida, specifically because of that bill. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's it's appearing in like political ads now for the midterms. Yeah, no, a lot of like uh, a lot of gay teachers have like who've been at it for years. They they're they're, they're quitting because they're just like I don't want to accidentally say my husband and lose my fucking job instantly because of this loss. So uh, I'm just leaving leaving Florida or just changing careers. The this repercussions of how we've treated teachers specifically over the past yeah. two or three years will be, it's going to be not fascinating, horrifying 
to look back on because you got to imagine who uh, are going to be replacing these teachers that yeah. are completely fine with everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, especially the fact that what they're making is, I guess, okay to them. Uh, it seems like a bad idea that is not going to be great yeah. for the future generations. But yeah, this uh, the gaze for Trump guy at Mar-a-Lago. He like they he got interviewed after and like were you offended by that? He's like, uh, no, because like Trump, he was just referring to like the leftist gays that make us all look bad with their purple hair and their uh, their pride parades and their and their bondage. We're uh, you know we're we're the good gays, buddy, buddy. I assure you, I am wearing a Donald Trump thong right now. I'm, I'm sure when the, when it comes down to it, they're going to be like, oh, well, wait, he's one of the good gays. Let him be. I'm sure that's how it always works out. Great <sighs> shit. Mm-hmm. GOP bill eliminates age requirements for marriages in Tennessee. So wait, are they projecting with the whole, all the grooming stuff? No. Hmm. No, that would be... That would make them look... too ironic. Yeah. No. That would make them look hypocritical. Yeah. That, so that, I don't know what this law is like supposed to do, but yeah, it, it would change the rules about, around marriage in Tennessee and basically make it to like any age, as long as like your parents say it's okay. And you give them a go. But uh, looking into this, it's like, I always forget, there already are hundreds of thousands of child marriages in this country every year. Uh, Mostly in uh, deeply religious uh sex. Yeah, but weirdly... Actually, the the craziest uh, age of consent or age of whatever law is in, like, Massachusetts. I don't know if they have a child marriage problem over there, but you can technically get married at, like, age 12 in Massachusetts. (laughs) Fucking, ugh. So, yeah, I don't know. If I was positioning my politics uh, solely around being against uh, child grooming, I'd probably probably not want to be associated with uh, passing laws to allow child marriage. That's just me. It is um, obvious that uh, the the political party of like no restrictions, no regulations. They do love uh, some they, regulations. They love regulations, but the ones that they don't love are so particular. Yeah. 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 Meh. Huh. Anyways, speaking of... Uh, Groomers. <laughs> this video is never going to make it online. <laughs> if you're watching this, uh, you got in early. Or they let it go by. Gates justifies no vote on insulin cap bill by saying diabetics should lose weight. Maybe He's you wouldn't like, need all that insulin if you weren't such a fat fuck. This How is like that? a uh, pretty like bipartisan thing, too. Uh, yeah, and in fact, I would guess that diabetes probably affects Republicans more than Democrats. If I had to guess, I could be wrong. But uh, generally, oh. the... Uh, in, partic- in particular, Republican voting areas. Yeah, density uh, or uh, prevalence of type 2 diabetes uh, is in sort of the same parts of the country that uh, swings the furthest to the it's right. It's like when you do the, the so, sliding map of COVID deaths and voting yeah. records. Yeah, I would imagine that the diabetes uh, one is clearly the same. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been a standout on a couple of uh, bipartisan issues. What, what was the other one and how did it relate to the the other thing we were just talking about? Human trafficking? Or, I don't know. I, yeah, it's hard well, to keep up with this If people guy. don't want to be human trafficked, they should uh, gain weight to not be so hot. <laughs> uh, but uh, no. yeah, he also, like, I love this because it's like uh, type 2 diabetes is not the only form of diabetes, as, as you can tell by the type 2 part. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people are just fucking born with it. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I guess fuck them. No, that I mean that is what he's saying. It's your fault for being born with a disease that is very expensive uh, to keep you alive. Uh, so I don't know. You don't like it? Um, I guess die then. That's basically his uh, position on this. Yeah. What a great guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Sarah Palin and Santa Claus filed to run for Congress from Alaska. I want you to guess without looking which one Donald Trump endorsed. Is it uh, is it Sarah Palin? Yes, but I wish it was Santa Claus. Uh, turns but- out the Santa Claus, he's the mayor of North Pole, Alaska, mm-hmm. who legally changed his name to Santa Claus. Good. Because if you're going to be the mayor of the North Pole, which is a tiny fucking town, uh, you might as well be Santa Claus, the real mayor of the real North Pole. And uh, it turns out he's a Bernie bro, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I lean more towards the, uh, Santa Claus leans more towards the Bernie Sanders uh, social democracy uh, quadrant. Ho, ho, ho. I mean, there's a... All children deserve toys. I don't I don't understand the uh, fully graspy geopolitical map of Alaska, but I do know that... They, they uh, have one uh, representative, I think. But I, I do know that for at least a while after the reality show was running, that the people of Alaska were like, we don't, we don't claim Sarah Palin. I don't think she even lives there for most of the year. I think she lives in like L.A. and New York. Yeah, she, she's like a, a, like a contributor to uh, either OAN or... I know she was on Fox, but... Yeah, I don't think she spends a whole lot of time in Alaska, but uh, I'm, she's probably spending more time now that she needs to like prove residency in order to run for Congress. Mm-hmm. And wow. We all sort of thought she she gave up on politics after uh, single-handedly uh, getting John McCain not elected president. Uh, if, okay. But she having Sarah Palin back in Congress, like, oh, step aside, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Step aside, young blood. Yeah. I'll show you how it's done. Also, I was just thinking, like, you know how we were saying it was unbelievable that anyone would invite Madison Cawthorn to a sex party with drugs? Sarah Palin would. That is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, isn't she, like, single now? She, like, broke up with her husband... I think um, so. Yeah, and she's like, so I would, like, you know. Sarah, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that, she seems like the person who would drunkenly walk over and ask if his dick works. That little, <laughs> or uh, <laughs> what, what, tallywhacker? Yeah. Madison Cawthorn, just a constant embarrassment. He's like, in Congress, like, we know what a man is and what a woman is, and the difference is a man has a tallywhacker, and a woman doesn't have a tallywhacker. Great job. Hey there, you got is that tallywhacker work or no? I'm saying I could see it happening. Yeah. Not that it did, but I could see it happen. Yeah. Lamb chop stuffed in car exhaust in Herefordshire meat attack. Yeah, the the UK youths, they're uh, you know, they're stuffing people's exhaust pipes with uh, with raw meat. Well, at least our schools don't look like Call of Duty. It's a great meme that's going around right now. I mean, it's true. (laughs) At least I could get health care. It's a great meme. I love it. Yeah. Well, at least I don't have to go out to my car and risk uh, ruining my engine because some some fucking chav youths stuffed lamb chops in my exhaust pipe. Also, way too expensive of a prank. Axel Foley did this with a banana in Beverly Hills Cop 1. Yeah, meat ain't cheap. This is a waste of meat. How much could a banana cost? Ten dollars. That that statement will be true one day, and Arrested Development will be officially yeah. You can't watch it anymore. The jokes don't hit. Oh, speaking of economics, uh, recently, apparently for like the last fifty years, a subway ticket has cost 
the same as a slice of pizza in New York City. Like they've, they go, been, yeah, they, they've been correlated, and like finally, just in the past year, I can't. I don't know which one went up and which one went down. I think the pizza probably went up, but um, yeah, end of an era. Yeah, the pizza rule no longer applies. We're all looking at gas prices. We should be looking at the pizza and subway prices. Yeah, they were there right all right all along. Anyways, dog finds big bag of meth while out doing dog things in Arkansas. <laughs> cool. I don't know. I think uh, like oh oh I found this meth. How, how did you find this meth, Mister Dog? Uh, what were you doing when you found the meth? Wait, now I'm confused. Are you talking about Dog the Bounty Hunter or an actual dog? An actual dog. Okay, because that's what I thought at first, and then you started saying as if uh, you were interrogating yeah, the, a human. The being. dog brings the 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 dog brings the meth, the big bag of meth, to the police. And the police are like, "Interesting. How did mm. you find that?" I'm like, well, I was just out doing dog things. You know, nothing suspicious Open there. Open and shut case. Mm, interesting. You have a job now. Yeah, deputy dog. Yeah. Actually, no. If it was if that was real life, the dog, the police would just shoot the dog. Yes. They they love nothing more than killing dogs. They didn't even know it had meth on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do love killing dogs. It's fucked up. Yeah, I know. It's really fucked up. Kill it, like, they, they, they like breaking down doors of houses they're not even supposed to be at. Killing all the dogs in sight. Them being like, ah, oh, fuck. We're not even in the right part of town. Well, anyway, see you later. See ya. Don't even try suing us. We got... <laughs> put a, we're immune. So. Put a bag of meth in the dog's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Big bag of meth. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of dogs, dog with six legs and two penises wasn't expected to live. Now he's healthy and has a new home. Yeah, this is uh, weird. So not only we had two le- two extra legs coming out where the tail should be, like just so you can lean back. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, two penises, mm-hmm. two colons. Um, I don't think it's it a shotgun. <laughs> I don't think it had a butthole though, because it was pooping out of its second dick. Oh no! Oh. Um, yeah, a lot of health problems. Kind of this thing that you assume they would just like euthanize it, but um. Uh, they, they... No cops around. They, they did surgery on it, and, like, the dog, it, it looks like a perfect, like, because the fur just grows over all the scars, it looks like a perfectly normal dog. Good. It's, uh, it's wild. I did not know you could live through that kind of birth defect, but, um, got one dick now. I don't know how well it works, but gets the Hopefully job they done. kept the one that doesn't have shit coming out of it. Yeah. Hopefully they oh, re- geez. reworked that. <laughs> we got our, our dick it's wires It's pissing crossed. out of its ass. It's oh, shitting out of no. its dick. Oh, we got this all messed up. Oh, my God. Anyways, Officer uh, Officer Elliot, come over here. You can go now. Shoot the dog. Oh, sorry. I accidentally used my taser. Let me get out my real gun. Uh, Oregon romance novelist who wrote How to Murder Your Husband goes on trial in fatal shooting of longtime spouse in Portland. Yeah, generally, uh, yeah, not a good idea to, to write something called how to murder your husband if you're gonna murder your husband oh, but also a cover up yeah oh officer do you think I'm stupid why would I write why would I write in depth about how to murder your husband if I was actually this gonna do that detective just reading the book and they're like well the, some things are different yeah but uh huh, kind of kind of believable that she might be capable of this so yeah I uh very interesting case. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, again, like it's just. Yeah, I want to know if she followed her own rules or if she deviated from the plan in yeah. order to throw people off the trail. I tried looking around for the plot of uh, how to murder your husband. Couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see how closely uh, the death of the husband aligns with the plot of how to murder your husband. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it wouldn't line up perfectly. She's like. 
Well, why would I do that? That would yeah. be suspicious. Yeah, that way she can use it as evidence. Well, clearly you haven't read my... Everyone in this courtroom should go out and buy my book. Yeah, it's available on the Kindle store for $1.99. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there I don't I don't have a publisher. I, it is direct sales, so... <laughs> but it was always a dream of mine. Just yeah. much like killing my husband. Oh, sorry. Uh, in, in, a, in a book. Yeah. In a video game. <laughs> in a novel. Actually, I'm developing a video game. Yeah. Uh, it's a Minecraft mod where you kill your husband. Uh-huh. In a video game. Gang steals 1,600 kilos of cheese from Dutch dairy farm. I have no idea how much cheese that is, but it sounds like a lot. Yeah. At least a barrel full. <laughs> a couple barrels. Yeah. At least a couple wheels. Yeah. They, they drove off in a car with cheese wheels. That's the thing about stealing uh, cheese, especially in Europe where the cheese is still artisanal and real. Mm-hmm. You just show up uh, with, you know, a good uh, socket wrench and uh, bolt it on. You get to the cheese place in the dead of night, get some get some cinder blocks, pull off all your tires, replace them with wheels of cheese, and then off you go. It's the perfect crime. Yeah. It's the perfect Officer delicious pulls crime. you over, is like, we heard there was a cheese robbery. Let's pop open that trunk. Nope. Completely empty. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Must be the cheese I just ate for lunch. You guys are free to go. I'm sorry, officer. That's my huge gas problem that I have. <laughs> I'm very gassy. <laughs> no, that isn't delicious vintage cheese. No. That's my bowel. It's farts. That's my dog shitting out of its dick. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you How question dare it? you? <laughs> He's very upset no! by it. Don't look at him. <laughs> and final headline. Mark Zuckerberg says meta employees lovingly refer to him as the Eye of Sauron. They told me they do it in a loving way. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, so it's because I, you know, I don't, I'm not into meditation or anything like that. I like to go, go, go. I have a, you know, I'm just very high energy. I have strong focus uh, on my work. So, uh, yeah, they, you know, it's, it's a thing at the office. They call me the Eye of Sauron because because um, of my work ethic. Just like, just like the villain in the Lord of the Rings, um, I have a, a great work ethic. That's the that's the most notable trait about Sauron is uh, his work ethic. You know what an entrepreneur he was. Yeah. So um, he got things done. He got things done. Yeah. Do you see the uh, there Meta's doing another attempt at a cryptocurrency? Zuckbucks. Like, Zuckerbucks. <laughs> Zuckbucks. Wow. If the first two didn't land, I'm sure this one is going to be just as. Good. Yeah, I think that's just like the internal term, but yeah, yeah it's it's going to be some. Uh, it's going to basically be like. The Xbox credits or whatever of uh, Meta's Metaverse platform, which I'm sure probably also includes Oculus. I do love that, that, like, the entire appeal of the Oculus Quest right now is to just, like, forgo any actual Oculus developed things and just get right into VR chat. Yeah. To dress up like Knuckles and uh, yeah. do and a... spit on anime girls. Yeah. <laughs> She's not the real queen. <laughs> Uh, but that is, it is funny that they're like spending so much developing like this cartoony, but somewhat supposed to look like a yeah. real scenario, kind of like metaverse. And people are just like, yeah, but the real world exists. I'm going to go into VR chat and be uh, Optimus Prime. I'm going to yeah. be 20 feet tall with a giant robot dick and I'm going to hit people with it. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. I can't be Optimus Prime in the metaverse, but I can be Optimus Prime. In VR chat. Yeah. Why would I want to have a wardrobe full of clothes that cost money when I can be a two-foot-tall drake with a handgun that walks under anime girl skirts? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a flop, I think. Yeah. VR chat. They've perfected it. 
Anyway, that's our show. Uh, early week again. Enjoy yeah. your weekends. Yeah. I'm sure we will enjoy ours. And uh, yeah, if you haven't watched our previous episode about the robot that looks like a turd, it's over there. It's still up. And uh, our episode before that, which was about... Um, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a week. What a week. What a week. Uh, yeah, check both of those out. And uh, if for some reason it was a difficult time finding this video, tell a friend that it's yeah. hidden by the algorithm because of all the bad things we said. Send up a couple hundred drones in the sky with a QR code pointing to this video, please. Yes, please, please, please. And then hit that join button and subscribe to the channel. We'll see you soon. There still is a channel. Bye. Bye.